Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast to guide you home into your human journey here on Earth. My name is Vivian Gerard, and it is my delight to co-create with Gaia and share our messages from Source in this now moment. Here we go. episode 399. 399. We're almost at 400. It is Friday here in Cincinnati. It's gorgeous, hot. We've been in the 90s for I think a week straight and we're supposed to keep going through this weekend. It is the hot days of August and um, the pool looks really good. (laughs) But I'm going to stay focused here today. Okay, I just finished re-listening to part of the pivoting uh, podcast from last week because I'm like, how how much has shifted from a week ago? How much do I have to share? And and I have this image of like playing the basketball game. So if you haven't listened to last week's episode yet, it might be interesting to go back and listen to that and then come and listen to this one. But if you have if you have or haven't. So what I was sharing was this image of a basketball player who is landed. It's so funny because I know nothing about basketball, really. But I'm going to make it sound like I know what I'm talking about with playing this game of basketball. But you know when a basketball player is standing, like they get the ball and then they have to pivot to decide where are they going to throw the ball next and what are they going to do with the ball? That's the moment that I was describing in last week's episode that standing in one spot and then surveying the landscape to see where's the right next step and and how do I trust which way to move. And so much of what I was sharing was the feeling of, of pivoting, the feeling of being at the center of a lot of activity and you know, being still enough to listen and hear the guidance of where to move next. And so this morning when I was meditating, I'm like, am I done pivoting? Am I still pivoting? <laughs> where am I? What's, what's actually shifted from a week ago? And I have this description I'm going to try share and we'll see where the podcast goes today. It feels like this for me right now. So last week when I recorded the podcast, we were moving my son to college the very next day. So I recorded on Thursday. We ran errands, packed, got everything together. He had all of his friends over. And then Friday we got in the car and drove him to college. And so the the movement was very much directed and focused towards getting my son settled and making sure he was doing well. He's thriving. He loves it. <laughs> He's doing great. So that flow of energy feels really stable and steady to me. We came back, you know, cleaned up, tidied up the house, hung out, enjoyed being outside. Um, And then I had a photo shoot on Sunday night with my beautiful friend, Lisa Hildebrand. If you do not follow her on Instagram, I highly recommend looking her up. Lisa Hildebrand, she's amazing. Uh, She just takes the most incredible pictures that I marvel at them. She sees nature i'm looking outside because it's like she sees flowers she sees trees she sees everything in nature through this lens that is absolutely gorgeous 
also she also does people pictures, <laughs> which I don't think are half as entertaining as the animal and the plant pictures. But anyway, she came over. We did this really fun photo shoot. And then Monday through Friday of this week, I, I've just sort of been feeling my way and doing a little bit of work, but not a lot, trying to get things organized. I don't know if I shared, but last week I painted my whole office. <laughs> I don't remember if I shared that or not. That was how I dealt with the energy of the house. I'm like, okay, we're just going to take everything out of the office and we're going to completely paint all the walls. It looks gorgeous. <laughs> it's like a soft lavender and a deep purple on one wall. And it just looks amazing. So now I have this settling of the energy in my space that has taken quite a bit of time and attention, you know, painting and organizing and placing everything very deliberately and creating a new feeling in my work environment, which may have a little bit of an echo. There's not as much up on the walls as I normally have. So there may be a little bit of an echo coming back through my computer. I'll have to check on it later. Anyway, as I was looking back at this past week, I'm like, what have I actually done or gotten accomplished? Or what is the energy that has shifted in me? If, if pivoting was the feeling of last week, like how would I describe the feeling right now of today? Oh, and in the middle of that, remember, we had the second full moon in Aquarius. <laughs> let's pause for a moment. <laughs> let's, let's pause for a moment and discuss this full moon in Aquarius number two. Wow. <laughs> so you may or may not have felt it, but it was doing things in your reality, whether you were aware of it or not. It was a profound and very powerful full moon not just because I'm Aquarius, it just was a very powerful portal. So there is a video that I'm going to put a link to in today's episode description. The video is by a woman named New Era Tarot. And she created this awesome reflection about how she sees this full moon that we just had on Sunday. And she described it as, I mean, it's called a blue moon because it's the second full moon in the same sign within one month. And she described it from a collective standpoint, like what's everyone going to experience, not just each individual sign, although she did a reading for each sign in that video, she did a collective feeling. And I love when tarot readers do that. I think they just tap into this direct frequency and, and share it and everyone gets it, you know? So I'll put the link to the video. What she described, which has absolutely been playing out for me so beautifully this week, she said, go back to 2017 when we had the solar eclipse. Remember we had the full total solar eclipse in August, and I believe it was in Leo. I should know that, but everyone was getting their glasses and looking at the sky. You know, it was, it was here in the Midwest. We could see it from here, but I didn't actually see it, see it. But there was a, a, a massive focus on it at least from those people who focus on eclipses. <laughs> There's a massive focus in my life. So it was 2017. She describes this full circle, this completion of four years later, what has, what was started then, what was seeded then has now reached a culmination or a completion. And so at this full moon in Aquarius, because Aquarius and Leo are on the same axis, because we have this full completion, what you're going to be experiencing around and after this full moon in Aquarius are these closings of things that open then and, and shifts. She described it almost as an identity crisis for many 
many people like you thought you were that and now you are this and and it may be that the next few months you are discerning and listening and feeling into who you're becoming knowing who you were and the identity you had and moving into this newer more expansive version of you she had a great little uh, description she said you know, my son is three and he always calls me mom. And she said, just recently, he started calling me by my name. I think her name's Emma. And she's like, wait, no, I am mom. I am not Emma. <laughs> she said she was very upset at first. And then she had this awareness that when he doesn't limit her by calling her mom, when he calls her by her name, it opens up the potential of who she's able to be in his experience. So I'm sure he's going to call her mom and Emma and it's going to all be something she'll just be playing with. But the example was so powerful when you're not defined by this one way of being in a relationship or in your work or in your life, your community, when you open the lens, open the possibilities wider, what could happen? What could happen? And so if the full moon in Aquarius is the the gateway or the portal through which we start to redefine ourselves. How exciting is that? And so she went through each of the signs and gave a quick little card reading. And it was just an amazing video. I'll put the link in if you want to look at that. So when I was meditating today, I'm thinking, well, if that was the full moon in Aquarius on Sunday, and then I had this shift in my identity as a parent and a you know home person managing the home, because now there's no dependents that are depending on me. <laughs> so I, I have more autonomy with my schedule, with my time, with, you know, the, the pull, the energetic pull on me, not to say I no longer am connected to anyone I am, but it's a shift. It's a very um, profound shift. And so I was looking back at this week, I'm like, okay, I saw my mom this week and had lunch with her. She made lunch and brought it over what a shift and a change and treat that was. I saw a group of my friends the one night and had a whole big philosophical discussion about the state of the world. I went to the zoo with, I don't even know how to define her, my stepdaughter, but she's like, she's not a stepdaughter. She's a friend and like a friend's sister, like a younger sister and her babies who are like grandchildren. It was just the most amazing day of playing and laughing and sweating. So it was so hot. It was just, it was just fun. And so I've had these, and then just all these other little moments throughout the week. I wrapped up a program yesterday, a three month intensive group that I've been working with and settled into my energy gym space. It's just, just good stuff. And so I'm looking back on the week going, if, if pivoting is what I was focusing on in the last episode, what's happening, what has shifted and what's happening right now? And the phrase that came through right away from my guides when I was sitting, they're like, playing the game. <laughs> I'm like, playing the game. So here's where I get to <laughs> pretend that I know a lot about basketball. Clearly, I just know the surface level <laughs> of what happens in a basketball game. <laughs> but here was the image that I saw. So last week when I said, I see myself standing on one foot, receive the ball. So now I'm the one holding the ball and deciding which way the game is going to be played next. I'm standing firmly in my own spot, looking around at what's happening. And in my mind last week, I thought, oh, I'm just pivoting over the weekend, pivoting through the full moon. And then I'll start my whatever I'm going to refocus on on Monday. 
And I, I had a list. I thought for sure I'm going to dive into my website and change some pictures and start rewriting things and send out emails. And you know, I'm going to go into like business exec mode. <laughs> no, no tidy, dusted, painted. <laughs> Went to the zoo, had lunch, <laughs> grocery shop. <laughs> no business executive. <laughs> Still in that home organizing transitioning role. So I have the ball, right? If we're talking about playing the game, I have the ball, I'm holding the ball. I haven't let it go yet. I'm still standing with one foot, trying to decide where where, and how to place it. This was the, this was the awareness I had that felt so sweet to me. When, I'm gonna try translating. So when, when you see a basketball player, think of a very famous uh, team, you know, maybe, I don't I won't even pretend to know, but think of a famous team and then think of a famous player. And so that person is standing in the middle of the court and you can hear, you can imagine what they feel, all the pressure, all the noises. They can hear the crowd yelling and cheering. They can hear the players, each one of them probably saying, throw it to me or pass it over there. The coach screaming at them to do the thing that they need to do that's from their vantage point, the best decision. But there's one player who's holding the ball, who's standing ready to pivot and decide which way it's going to go. And so there, there is a, a shift that happens, that must happen with that much pressure and noise and intensity coming towards a player. There must be that moment where they come to stillness inside. They tune out everything and it happens like in a split second and they know exactly who they're going to throw it to or which direction they're going to move and where they're going to plant their foot they just they just know and there's this involuntary impulsive movement in the way that they've spent probably years training for just that moment to have that um, muscle memory that's just going to take them exactly where they need to be and then their hope, <laughs> I'm sure the coach's hope, is that it's the highest, best possibility. And that whichever way they take it, it's going to get them the goal, the score, the whatever, the super play that's going to make them win the game. But it's that, it's that quiet awareness and decision to move in a certain direction that defines what's going to happen next. And if, if the yelling and the noise of all of those around the player is too loud that they can't come to that just instant knowing or stillness they're going to follow the direction they hear from the loudest voice so if it's the coach and they've trained themselves to hear the coach they're just going to do what the coach says and perhaps not even have that own knowing of what they they see as the best option they'll just do what they're told or if their team is like right around them and they have a favorite player or someone that they really trust and know is like the right one, they're going to do what that person's voice says to do. If it's the crowd and the loudness of the crowd, like they might totally give in to whatever the crowd is yelling at them. And like that momentum is so powerful. The sound vibration is so powerful that it will just carry them into their next move almost like a wave of I mean, you can feel it when i describe it right it's like the wave of all of that sound that frequency and noise coming towards the 
support must feel like a wave of energy, a wave of like powerful picking someone up and taking them into the next into the next movement, which I think sometimes players will say the the crowd carried me and helped us win the game. The crowd carried us into that next amazing play. If that's if that's the point of what the player wants to experience, then I think being carried by the crowd is a really cool thing. If if and this is what I'm finding for myself, I don't want a crowd to carry me. I don't um, I don't want a crowd to carry me. <laughs> I would like to carry the energy of a crowd into some beautiful experience, but I don't want a crowd to carry me. I like having my feet firmly planted, at least one, knowing I'm about to put the next one down. I like being autonomous. This is the sign of Aquarius, right? I like being independently able to decide this is my next step. This is the way that I want to move. This is where I want to take the ball and the game and the play. It's my game and I want to go this way and this is how it's going to move. And if I'm not allowing the crowd to carry me and I can come to that really quiet, still point, what if what comes through is actually my soul, my higher self, source energy, whispering like right into my ear, almost like, um, you know, sometimes in, I think it's in basketball games, they have the group, the people, I know they do it in football. They have the people that sit up high, the coaches that have a vantage point up in the like press box or something and then they have a way to communicate through a walkie-talkie or speaker in the ear to the people on the field and I've seen I think in football they do this maybe they do it in basketball too but the players will go over and have the headset put on and the person up high will be telling them after the play here's what we saw from our vantage point you could have done it like this to me that feels like like source source or my guides going hey what we see <laughs> what we see may may take you this direction do you want that information if i'm quiet enough i can hear that message that comes in <laughs> star or i could hear star barking <laughs> if i'm not quiet enough what i'm going to hear is all of that noise all of the crowd all of the external vibration that will just propel me into whatever the crowds uh, collective focuses. What does the crowd want us to be doing? Then that's where I'll be carried. That's not my choice. The the game, the way I want to play it is I, I'm right here. I'm holding the ball. I'm deciding like which way to go and what to do. And then source, my guides can just sort of, you know, Morse code in a little message. <laughs> tap dance in something and then I can feel it in my chakras because I'm so grounded and steady and my chakras will light up and go oh, oh, oh this or this or this you know that's the direction that you want to move when that happens where I am placing my foot what I am choosing to do it comes from the highest possibilities for me not what the crowd believes what's the highest possibility for me and when I trust that, when I land my foot and place myself into the next step, what's the highest for me absolutely serves everyone around me. Absolutely. And I believe they're waiting for me to know what that next move is because then it determines for them perhaps what their next move might be. And so if I'm following my highest potential and I place my foot into my highest potential, 
they all up level too. They all raise into their highest potential because that's what I've landed energetically. <laughs> Star, he's like, I'm very excited about this. Actually, he's probably very excited about a FedEx delivery guy. <laughs> oh, there was something else I was just going to say about the collective placing of it. And I'm trying to remember what that was. Yeah, I think, I think what I'm experiencing, I'll bring it into more grounded because these are all very theoretical um, allegories. <laughs> Is that the right word? Where there's some image and we're translating it. So bring it into my work, for example. So I know I know my son is good. I know my daughter is good. My husband is good. So all of the players on my team are, are good. They're exactly where they choose to be doing exactly what they need. And so the ball's in my hands now, like this game that's being played, we've all landed ourselves. You've got the ball. Where are you going to land yourself? And I have one foot in several things, right? I have several landed energies for my time and my attention and my work. And, and I also know with all of the things I've created, it's time for me to really focus or um, focus my energy on, on expanding some, <laughs> this is why I haven't put my foot down yet, because <laughs> I'm still figuring it out. <laughs> There's so many things I could put my time and energy into. And what I have found is I don't know yet which one lights me up the most. I know my energy gem for sure. And I, I feel like it's gonna be my online course, but I, I'm not sure hundred percent. And I, I feel like it's gonna be developing these small groups, but I'm, I'm not quite sure. And I know there's a highest potential path that's going to show me exactly the, the grid, the pathway where they all fall into place seamlessly. And the, the flow of individuals who can come in and start to do this work and receive this magic that I teach, it's all going to come like flooding in when I open up the right pathway. When I, it's like what we've been doing in quietly listening, Andrea and I, we did the um, gene keys, hologenetic profile. And so the profile shows you the specific uh, code to unlock the potential of that space. And so Andrea and I've been doing each each two weeks when we have our healing session, which is open for everyone, so you can join it. We have the we're like placing the frequency of the highest potential for this container for this community space. And so we've been walking our way through. I think we have two gene keys left, and then the grid is complete. We've placed the pathway for the highest potential for everyone who comes into that healing space. It's like. It's like the, the magical sacred doors are open because we've got all the pieces lined up and anyone who comes in now is going to reap the benefit of all of the work that we've been doing. And, and that's what I feel about the bigger container of my business. It's all, all the pieces are in place, everything is created. And now it's, it's me determining like, okay, how do I create like the map, the blueprint? Of, of stepping into this, of receiving all of this. And then when I do that, when it's like placed and landed, then <laughs> all these people can start to play in the spaces that I've created and, and receive all the magic that I, 
I've put in place. And it's just so exciting for me. But there's also this part of me that's like, I'm, I'm standing, pivoting. I'm not pivoting. I feel like I've placed, I've got my foot placed that I'm standing on. And the other foot is still in the air. And I'm like, where? <laughs> where exactly am I going to place it? And and at what time and how? <laughs> because as soon as I put my foot down on the ground, it's just going to be like game on. It's going to be game on. And so there's also that, you can probably feel it for me. There's also that sense of anticipation that I would imagine a player has in the middle of that moment where they, they can feel everything and they're like, as soon as I put my foot down, this moment of being suspended in magic is over and then it's time to do some work. And then I got to run or then I've got to throw the ball or the power moves to somebody else because the ball moves away from where I'm holding it. So it's like they want to soak up the, the intensity and the magic of that crystallized moment before it came on. That's kind of how I'm feeling. It's, I'm savoring. I'm savoring the beauty of my office isn't fully done, but it's really, really close. And I have all these amazing projects listed here. I have a piece of paper in front of my computer with like little areas of what I want to work on. And each one, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to start that. I can't wait to put new pictures. I'm going to redo the cover of one of my books. And I'm like, I can't wait to put that picture on that book and upload the new cover and then send that back out. And, you know, the festivals. I had an interview done when I did the first festival in my living room and it's such a great interview and I love what I shared about the festivals and the video, it's sitting in a hard drive, <laughs> just sitting there. So I have a note here, make the video. I'm like, oh my God, that's going to be so much fun to put the video together and then share it and, and feel the energy of the festivals start to speed up again. You know, each one of the to do things on my piece of paper here just lights me up because because it's just filled with such good good energy and good excitement and anyway so <laughs> i'm in that moment of savoring savoring what's about to happen as i as i settle into my work in a whole new way so game on, right? Except I haven't planted my foot yet. <laughs> and I'm not going to today because I have some work to do and then I'm getting ready to go out of town. My husband and I are gonna go visit my sister at her lake house this weekend for the first time. I'm so excited and play and boat and enjoy this last weekend of summer before, before Labor Day weekend. So I feel like foot's still up and it's probably gonna stay up energetically all weekend. And then Monday, Monday, I have a sense I'm gonna like land my foot, be super clear and focused. And then like, that's the way I'm going. That's the sequence of, of orders in which I'm gonna be doing things. And, and as I land each one of those, the floodgates open behind me and this receiving from the universe is able to come in at my back and right? magic is going to happen. I mean, magic's already happening. <laughs> I feel like I live in a world of magic all the time, but there's like other up levels of it that I sense right here at my back and oh, 
it's just so exciting. So exciting. Okay, I think that's everything I wanted to share. I don't know, is there much progress from last week? I feel like there is. Do I have any sort of definite plan or uh, results to share? Nope. <laughs> but guess what? Next week is episode 400. So who knows? <laughs> who knows what will have happened by episode 400? And for those of you who've been with me from early days of Guys Love Podcast, like, deep bow, deep bow. You have listened to me ramble and share and dive into the adventure that is the life of Viv. And it's just so much fun to be in this space and share with you. So, all right. That's what I got for now. Have a beautiful, beautiful weekend. Get outside if you are able to in the sunshine and soak up that vitamin D. Let your system just receive all of that beautiful light that I believe source and our planet just want to shower us with and let it heal your body. Let it heal your mind, your soul. Sunshine, it's nectar from God. So soak it up. All right. Have a beautiful weekend. I will see you next week. Thank you for tuning into this vibration of pure love. I invite you to join me in Viv's Energy Gym, where we are building a community of leaders in this new earth, exploring infinite embodiment, the soul aligning harmoniously with the human body and mind. You can learn more at mysouljourney.com. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours.